0: amen we just thank god for this is our last communion together in this sanctuary the next time we do this in the sanctuary will be next year we will all be partakers in jesus name let us thank the lord because the lord said in his word that whenever you eat this bread and this this cup drink this cup you proclaim the lost death until it comes Let us count ourselves privileged to be partakers of this cup, And let us ask the Lord that on that day when we shall dine with you, none of us will be missing in Jesus' name. Our Lord and God, we worship your name. We thank you once again for this opportunity. We started this year in January dining in your presence. And you count us worthy to be part of the people who will dine in the last holy communion as a community of people in Christ's Tabernacle we magnify your name we pray our Lord and God even as we come to your table tonight we will do everything with understanding you will illuminate our, our lives afresh, we will be in tune to what you are doing today in the name of Jesus we will not come to your table unworthily. you will engrace us, you will empower us our Lord we thank you, thank you for this table that you have prepared before us, we will dine with with you, and our souls, spirits, and bodies will be satisfied in Jesus' name. By the time we leave this place, we will know that we have encountered you, Master Jesus. We thank you. Begin to tell the Lord, pass me not by, O gentle Savior. Hear my humble cry. When thou, O Lord, are calling, do not pass me by. Lord Jesus, we release ourselves before Your throne of grace today. We pray that you do not pass us by in Jesus' name. Our Lord and God, we give you praise. In Jesus' name we have prayed.
1: Praise the Lord this evening. Amen. Let God arise and let every enemy be shattered. Yes. The third day is a wonderful day. Hallelujah. With an uplifted <coughs> hand, let us... Uh, Read the book of Psalm 24. The earth is the Lord's, and the fullness thereof, the world and all that dwell therein. For he has founded it upon the seas, and established it upon the waters. Who shall ascend the hill of the Lord? Or who shall stand in his holy place? He that has clean hands and a pure heart, who does not lift up his heart to what is false, nor swear deceitfully, He shall receive blessing from the Lord, and vindication from God his Saviour. Such is the generation of those who seek him, who seek your face, O God of Jacob. Selah. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be lifted up, you ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be lifted up, you ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord Almighty. He is the King of glory. Amen. Psalm 145, please. I will exalt you, my God the King. I will praise your name forever and ever. Every day I will praise you. and I will proclaim your great deeds. They will celebrate your abundant goodness and joyfully sing of your righteousness. The Lord is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and rich in love. The Lord is good to all. He has compassion on all he has made. All you have made will praise you, O Lord, your saints will tell you. They will tell of the glory of your kingdom and speak of your might, so that all men may know of your mighty acts and the glorious splendor of your kingdom. Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and your dominion endures through all generations. The Lord is faithful to all his promises and loving towards all he has made. The Lord upholds all those who fall and lifts up all who are bowed down. The eyes of all look to you, and you give them their food at the proper time. You open your hand and satisfy the desires of every living thing. The Lord is righteous in all his ways, and loving towards all he has made. The Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. He fulfills the desires of those who fear him. He hears their cry and saves them. The Lord watches over all who love him, but all the wicked he will destroy. My mouth will speak in praise of the Lord. Let every creature praise his holy name forever and ever. Amen.
2: This is your communion. As we partake in this, grant us the grace to be numbered among those who will see you in glory. Today is the third day of our praying and fasting. We are grief for one thing. Everything the devil has set up to make us miss eternity with you, Father, out of your mercy, that you will destroy them. Remember, we are mortal men, very frail. But for your mercy, O oh God. But for your mercy, Lord, we begin our journey to 2024, and we go in the strength of this communion, Lord into the new year that you have ordained for us the words you have been speaking to us over the period let it transform our hearts we will not be caught in the cobweb of the devil Lord as we have identified with you kill every worldliness in our hearts Father Destroy every rebellion in our hearts. O oh Lord, help us in our earthly journey to see to the realm that we are going. Father, we thank you for your mercy that speaks for us. In Jesus' holy name we are praying. Please let's be seated and quiet you may take your seat please. to the end I want to hear a synchronized harmonious musical ending music invoke prophetic spirits if there is a prophet among us if there is anyone who the spirit of prophecy rests upon when you sing and they sing it provokes prophetic spirits because singing is a tool given to man to connect the heart of man with the heart of the Father. So when you sing and worship unto God, and you worship with your spirits, you ride on the music, pass through the first and second heaven, and you, have to, you begin to see the glimpse of the heart of the Father in the third heaven. That is where Revelations about Nations is given. That is where mortal man sees the agenda of the devil down below. That is where mortal man can read the tablets of the heart of the Father. You will not get there. You know, I've been teaching you a lot about you and your salvation. You are my weaknesses. Is that correct? Is that correct? Sometimes you have seen when I express to you about, you know, All these things that the devil is doing to take people away from heaven to hell. Sometimes I get very emotional. Extremely emotional. But I want to thank God that He gave us results. Because I've seen a few number of people saved, changed, transformed. I've received commendations from members of this church. This time we are living on earth it's perilous time. There are three major things that Jesus spoke about. And the rest, the third one, I think it was um, John, who, uh, 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 Paul who spoke about it. The first one is that in this end time, the game of Satan is deception. We agree? Yes, sir. Matthew 24. When they ask him, when will these things happen? What will mark the coming of your, ta- your coming? He says, watch out that you are not what? Deceived. And I've helped you to understand, <clears throat> as much as the Holy Spirit has helped me, there are three dimensions of deception. Don't deceive yourself. Don't deceive others. Don't deceive men. Let me say this. Of all, don't deceive God. Of all the three deceptions, the most powerful is the first one, deceiving yourself. That is what the devil used to cripple mighty people, destroy you know, life that should be prosperous. Pull down kings and make them slaves on earth. And people who are supposed to have great destiny fulfilled, they walk like elephants and eat like ants, only to drop dead and not live to enjoy the fruit of their labor. Let me tell you this. Deception is what Jesus said, watch out. But then Paul said too, in the last day there will be perilous time. Perilous time. Alright? And the perilous time, the Bible expresses that if you work among youths, it will target youths. And it said they will be disobedient to parents. So the place you are by, parents will be afraid to tell the truth to the youths, which is now happening. But you take a parent who will bypass. The act and still stand firm and rebuke. I sent a, a tip to you when I was coming from Birmingham, to every one of you. I sent it to all pastors, all members, all safety members, all PVM when I was coming down. That tape I just came across it when I was coming down. I, I listened to it. I said, everybody needs to hear this. It's just like God wanted to confirm what I've been teaching you and wanted me to emphasize more on it. And he brought that video, you know, before me. It's a video of a minister who ended up in hell. But God is the God of second chance. He sent him back to come and warn the church. You must make sure tonight before you sleep, you watch it. The Bible says, in the last days... Perilous time will come. I hope the person on your projector know that scripture. Second Timothy. Put it there. But mark this, there will be terrible times can get God's say perilous times in last days. Yes, go back, go to the next one. That's two. For men will be what? Men will be lovers of themselves. Don't you have that in church? Look at the number of you who are here today. Is this all the members who attend this building? Is this all the members who are in the book of this church? Lovers of themselves. And it says, Lovers of money. What I will eat, 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 what I we, we eat. You gather, gather, gather. You remember what I said yesterday? Gather all you can, can all you gather, sit on the can. And they will not live to enjoy it. They drop dead. Of what value is it? It's around about. And when you drop dead, you discover that all those things you have done have no record at all. You will not even remember them. All the wealth you have acquired, you will not even remember them. All the influence you have created for yourself, you don't even remember them. Because now you are in front of the one who judges all mankind. So if you have if you have robbed the time, you should add values to eternity in God's house with your loss for money and looking for success. Can you imagine the the dawn that you wake into? Look at what it says boastful, proud, abusive, disobedient to their parents. You see, boastful, proud, and we who, every one of us, have knowledge that those who are proud, they are proud because they have nothing. When somebody has real knowledge, he feels he hasn't acquired anything. Because in the field of knowledge, you'll be lost. If you have real knowledge, academic knowledge, you know, and you begin to publish what you have, you will soon recognize that I'm still a learner. Isn't it? And that drives you to want to know more. And those who are highly knowledgeable, they don't proud. No. That is the the omen that they are knowledgeable. Those who are really rich are very humble. There's no thing to be proud of. They don't want to be known. Because when money talks, you know them. So pride is a substance of Satan given to those who haven't really made it. To make sure that they don't see the light of day. Pride. Look at what it says here. Abusive. Disobedience to their parents. Ungrateful. I was in the room when I was sharing with the people in the room, in the green room, about this video that I just came across. When you watch the video, you'll be afraid. If you think that my message over the past road made you fear, no. Watch that video. Anybody who watches that video, and you are not afraid, something is wrong with you. How can a man, who was a theologian, and a minister preaches in the church, teaches people about Jesus, and he set up orphanage out of his own means. He does not perjure people, he does not he does not rob people's money. He's not that kind of pastor. He was a real Baptist pastor. Help people, help them, and got before the Lord. And the Lord said that all those things you did, you are not entering this place. You will not enter heaven. I thought when I was when I was speaking on Thursday in the funeral of um, of uh, Mama Dekines Ogudiro I said, "People came and told us how she is so good, how she had blessed them, how she was so hilarious from from her young age till her death." And I took up the microphone and preached, I said that. You see, all these commendations you people are given is good, but those good things don't take you to heaven. Huh? I think that some people will confuse who are sitting down. And I said to them that there are people who are not born again, they do more good than you. They call them philanthropists. If it's by good work we get enter heaven then I think that some people will enter heaven before Christians. But you see why she entered heaven is because of her salvation. A salvation that will make her enter heaven. Alright? But if you are born again, you must do good works. If you can't do good works, you are not born again. And now here come me here, this minister. The Lord told him that all these orphanages that he has done, all these people he has helped, He said, you are not entering heaven. He said, do you know why? Because your salvation is based on your works and not on faith in me. I was, am I talking to you? And then the Lord told him five things that a Christian can do and will enter heaven. I won't tell you those five things. You must watch that video. And then if you're interested further, there's another video where he spoke about spiritual warfare. When you listen to the man, you'll be remembering the things I've been teaching you. But I haven't listened to them. When I was coming to this, when it just appeared on my... On my I watched your program in the morning, and then that appeared. I said, oh, this is interesting. A man who, 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 whose uh, intestine ruptured. And the doctor said he will not leave. And they took him to theater from Friday. They did not finish his operation until Monday. And they didn't expect him to leave. Because they told him and his wife, with the blood you have lost, you can't survive. But we try all we can. So what happened to him within those days is worth listening to by all of us. Your labor in God will not be in vain. But it's your heart. And be vigilant when last days. You see what it says here? Ungrateful, unholy. I was teaching in your church in Birmingham today. And we read from the book of Matthew. Jesus says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. Really the man, that man, you know, I will say to you that I think in our age, if I will calculate those who will go to heaven in the global church, they are not more than 10%. You heard me say that before? Even within this week, the man said the same thing. Because he was at the gate of heaven, and they allowed him to see the 15 minutes of human count. And in that 15 minutes, the number of Christians who died, he said, is it 10%, 2%, 2 2.5% of those who died entered heaven. The others went to hell. So he said if Jesus, in the whole world, he said if Jesus was to come in 1979, only 2.5% of Christians will have raptured. It gives me concern. Not only for me, but for you. The testimony of that man is trustworthy. It's in line with the Scripture to letter. He spoke about why he was dying. He had a voice speaking to him like the voice of the very God Almighty, subtle, peaceful. I said, just stop breathing. And come home. And he remembered he had prayed to the Father that he does not want to die. And he was almost yielding to that friendly voice before his sanity came, and that came from the Father. He said, "No, I'm not going to stop breathing." And then an angel appeared to him. he did not read in the book of Luke and Matthew, after Jesus fasted for forty days and forty who did he foresee? Satan. I told you that when you are fasting or you are seeking God, you are going through heavens. And some people have been having issues that when you are fasting, especially without food and water, you will discover that the second verse 3.3 is you are having nightmares. And I told you it's because you are going through the heavens where the devil dwells. But that will continue until you pass through. Then you begin to have revisions and visitations of angels. You cannot pass through until you are broken through that realm. You have to pass that realm to get to the realm of God. And listen to that man. He said the same thing. The Bible says, the next verse without love, forgiven, unforgiven, unforgiven, slanderous, without self control, brutal, not lovers of good. Stop. You know what? I will hammer here to you. Don't let the conduct of any man make you live in unforgiveness. People can do whatever they like to you; they can say anything. I was telling them in Birmingham today. Your heart is very important. Oh, somebody did this to me. I can forgive. I can forget. May God wipe the memory that remember evil out of your brains. Because the Bible says, he who does not forgive will not be forgiven. You, you don't make mistake and die without forgiveness. No matter how much you serve God on earth, you can't enter. You can't enter. So if people have done anything against you, you don't do anybody good to forgive them but yourself. Really, we understand by medical research that, a person who has who bottle of put in their heart can have palpitation, It can end up in your heart palpitating. It can end up in high blood pressure, heart attack and all those rubbish can visit you because of unforgiveness. And you can have depression and commit suicide because of unforgiveness. You have no justification not to forgive any person who has offended you regardless of what they have done against you. alright look at this slanderous without self control brutal lover, not lovers of good but treacherous rash conceited lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. worldliness 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 is from the devil to the church people. To take them to hell. You don't look better if you change the way you look. You don't look better. You really you look better if you, if you maintain the way God created you. And just make sure that you look good in it. I warned you in this church. Don't say you did not hear. God sent this man to the world is dark in complexion. He prays, God answers. Angel came to his house looking for judge. But the judge who came up is bleached the body. The angel said, George. I'm looking for judge. Say I'm judge. Judge what? Williams, yes. Date of birth. You told the date. The angel said no. The one the father sent is a black man. I can't find him. I can't find him. I can't find him. Back to heaven. You die in that. You get to the gate. I'm the judge. I said, look at the book. Yeah, we can find judge, but which one is your judge? And you tell them, oh, the judge that God sent was black. Who are you? What are you doing with worldliness? Is the devil inciting your mind against God. Because the judge of this world is Lucifer. Look at what he says. Pleasure. I want to read that pleasure again. Lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. Eat and drink and die, says the devil. But seek my face and live, says the Lord. It's your choice. The next verse says, Having a form of godliness, but denying its power. That power is not talking about power for healing. No, it's the power of holiness. Power of godliness. Miracle worker that is ungodly is from the devil. The man spoke about speaking in tongues you will hear it and say, Apostle told us. You know, some people believe that praying in tongues, praying in tongues, praying in tongues, is to say you are better than anybody. It's better you don't even speak that tongue and walk right with God and die than to speak two million tongues to deceive yourself that the devil is using you but your product in your heart out have nothing to do with godliness. I believe God will be angry. He will throw that person angrily into hell. One of the things he told the man is that, you see, all your benevolence, you are like the Pharisee. So you can't pass through the gates. If anybody mark, carries the mark of God, it should be reflected by godliness. Not misbehavior. It should be reflected by a life of holiness, not a reckless life. He that bent on his own will will suddenly be destroyed, says the word of God. Listen to me. Having a form of godliness, have nothing to do with them. But deny the power, and it says, have nothing to do with them. Have nothing. To do the way you see people who say, I'm Christian, but they are reckless in their behavior, reckless in their way of dressing, reckless in the way they speak, reckless in their attitude. The Bible says, just leave them in their own world. Have nothing, It says. I mean, that is very serious. He didn't say, have have a little thing to do with them. He said, have nothing. Because if you do, if you walk with anyone of such, they will stain your clean garments. They will make you sin by you having sympathy rather than empathy. And your sympathy will make you disobey the instruction of heaven. I I respect them. I don't want to hurt them. I don't want to make them angry. Make them angry! If I truly love you, I will make you angry by that. If you leave me, my voice will hunt you down. But if I say that, ah, you know, don't let me make you angry, you will believe that because I have not objected, you are on the right path. And what will happen to my righteousness? Stain. Because the Bible says not only those who do them, but those who approve of them, the same consequence. I told you I'm your friend, as long as you obey the will of God. When you derail, excuse me, I will draw the line. I don't want to go to hell. I don't want to go to hell. That will shut the door against you. Somebody had come to me before. He has a parent who had not born again. And each time, each time he calls them, they will be telling him about the idols and stuff. I said, why did you do permit them to do that? she said, I don't want to be rude to my parents. I said, you don't understand something. If you make heaven, and you are conscious that they are in hell, in torment, I'm sure that you will not have peace in heaven. You will weep bitterly. Of course, the Lord will wipe the tears and tell you that here we don't sorrow. But you will not like it forever. So if you have a parent who are ungodly, if they fool you, Hello, Dad. Have you given your life to Jesus? That's the first thing. There's no good day. Good morning, Dad. No. Daddy, have you given your life to Jesus? Before you answer, I say you must give your life to Jesus Christ. You have no option. You must give your life to Jesus Christ. When you were a baby, they commanded you what to do and directed you where to go. Now you are matured. You tell them what they must do to enter the kingdom of God. If they say that you, you know, if Father said I will curse you, you tell the Father that. Please, dad, don't dare it. Because there is somebody who said, whoever curses you, I will curse. That is, may curse not come upon you. I will tell you, as long as you live, that you need Jesus. You need Jesus. You don't spare him. If he says, don't call me again, tell him good night, sir. But I have told you. Is in the world we met. We came different. That is a person who loves the other. You know, there are some statements in the Bible is so dangerous. If you look at this meaning, it says, Have nothing to do with anyone who will stain your garments with sin. Friends who take you to ungodly places, whoever they may be, cut them off. You see, for the earth, what you will be, it's heaven that can make it. One of the things the man said is this, that God told him to go to churches and begin to share. He said, go to my church and begin to share the word. Then he recognized that not all buildings that is church of God. Then he realized that. But then he said, every church that he's supposed to go, the Lord will tell him, go to that church. And when he gets there, they will never say no. He said, because when God opens the door... No man can shut it. And if he goes to another church, he feels that they are church. They will not accept him because God has shut the door. Look, what you and I are today is not by man. It is by God. God may use any man. And if somebody who is in position refuses to be used by God, He will bypass him. He will do it anyway by himself. God can reveal you to people on the dream who never knew you. And he can direct their feet to where you are living. They will knock your door and give you what belongs to you. That's the God we serve. But our heart must serve him. You must know that of God. Promotion does not come from anybody. It comes from God. He can use man. If man is unusable, he will still put you there. Be careful. The third one is disobedience. Efficiency. Two. One to three. As for you, you were dead in your transgressions and sins. In which you used to live when you followed the ways of this world. That is worldliness. All what you see. Pornography. Uh, a gig. Um... It's a pity I don't remember their names. There is uh, another thing they do uh, where they give them a, a graven image when they win Grammy Award. Uh-huh. So there are ways of sit and set up. Um, all this um, idol, something idol, I don't know what they call it. Is it American only? Is there an no idol in England? You call it American idol. Oh, British content talent. X factor. And when they call something X, you, you, you should question yourself. X doesn't, it has a meaning to them. That's why they want to change Christmas to X Mass. Be careful. You don't need X factor to reveal you. Is X factor you call it? Uh-huh. To reveal you. When we walk with the Lord in the light of His word, what a glory he shares in that way. Jesus got involved with all this stuff. No, 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 no. It's a tactic of the devil to take your heart from seeking God. And you begin to seek after man. And they will give you an idol. You need to think. People who have been revealed by them for the past years, where are they? Some of them committed suicide. Halloween. Christians celebrating Halloween. He's a son of the devil. Christians going to celebrate um, um, you know, black, black history, they call it. It's a lie. The history, they say in England, black history. I look for the history of my own tribe. It's not there. So they are liars. Ah, uh They are liars. History tells us that A black kingdom was a nation before Nigeria was formed as a nation. Go and check history. We were a nation in peace before white man came and called Mangu everybody that had different nationalities and called them Nigeria. Am I talking to you? So they say black history, you are going there. Um... Um, there's another one they said now after George Floyd died black life matter you go and put your head Satan set it up I told you from the beginning before they were busted and I told every member of this show, don't don't make yourself a fool to follow foolish people who told you black life matter the life of others don't matter is that what Jesus told you no Black. the life of everybody matters black man read your life will matter. Serve God, your life will matter. Read beyond a contemporary, so that what you have, the knowledge you have, they cannot move on without your knowledge. Then you will rule over them. Told you Black Life Matter, you are saying Black, black Matter, you sit at home doing nothing. Others are reading and adding values. You are saying black black life, you go and protest. And when Satan wants to break somebody's head, he sees that you are not part of them. You are not a cult member. He sees you have a light inside you. They will direct their hand to break your head. <laughs> and then you become a casualty. They are all systems set up by devil to deviate the church from the Lord. Who told you that a man can fight for a race? Who told you that? The man who has not won himself a place of dignity in society... And he's carrying placard on the streets. He's just wasting his life and time. Nobody sees you. Nobody knows you. Nobody hears you. If you want to change life of black people, you must do things to become relevant in society. And when you get to the heights, you can do something. Now, by protest, it's all said by the devil. How am I talking to you? The Bible says, "We were." Honor the devil we used to live the way he commanded us. But he said, in this life that we were in, under the control of Lucifer, we used to live and... No, 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 go back, go to the next one. We used to live and follow the ways of the world and of the ruler of the kingdom of the air. You know, there are some Christian young ones who said they want to, you know, um, they want to... They, 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 they say they are, they are musicians. They say they, 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 they want to go and read because music, because they want to become all these like the, all these stars. And before you know it, because they want to be relevant, they want to be in X Factor. Is X Factor they do the music, or whatever factor they do it? And then before you know it, they pluck their hairs, they put, put, perforate their nose, perforate, and they begin to mutilate the temple of God, obeying the instruction of Satan. Check them. They don't go too far. As much as they do all those instructions, Satan is making a mockery of you with your own hand, destroying yourself. He's laughing at you. And when he gets there, he has his own voice that he will put forward. And no matter how gifted you are, they will relegate you. Until they frustrate you. It is the carrot of Satan. Don't come after it. How am I talking to you? We used to do that before. Following the ways of the world and the ruler of the kingdom of the air. The spirit that is now at work in the disobedience. Remember I told you the kingdom of God comprises two constituents. The constituent of heaven and the constituent of earth. Hmm? The kingdom of Satan has two constituents, the spiritual constituents in the second heaven and to, this, to the first heaven, which is this earth, which involves human beings. That's why Jesus said that it will be done on earth as it is in heaven, when he was teaching you how to pray to our Father. How does Jesus, how does the Father get his will done on earth? It's through you and I who are obedient. Not through the whole people come to church. The Bible says that we pray as if God was making his appeal through us. Isn't it? Second Corinthians chapter 5, we read from verse, seven, verse 17, where it says that, uh, you know, if I've in Christ Jesus, is a new creation, old things have passed away, all things have become new, all this is from God who reconciled us to himself as if he was making an appeal through us, and he has given us. The Ministry of Reconciliation, I said, and therefore you are what? Ambassadors of God. Same thing Satan has ambassadors. No, go back to Ephesians, please. He has Satan has ambassadors on earth. The constituents of the devil on earth. They are to fulfill the mandate of Satan. And the first mandate of Satan is to attack the church and dissuade and derail people who are heaven bound. That's the greatest achievement of Lucifer. For the world, he has them in hell already. He can kill them, snip them off, destroy them at his will. But those who say they have accepted Jesus as their Lord and Savior, they are the ones who fall to the class of disobedience. Because you cannot be a disobedient if you are not an obedient person. For the world, we are reckless in sin. So we follow the ways of this world. But for the church, we have been redeemed to a way and so, he works in church to make us disobedient. And all these things that is happening in church, false doctrines, First Timothy chapter 4 verse 1 to 2, which says in the last days, men will desire the faith and follow deceiving spirits and things taught by demons. So it tells us that demons will take puppets and teach. And make people feel cool, feel okay, just do what you like, The blood of Jesus has cleansed you from all unrighteousness. But he forgot that Jesus said to the Laodicean church, If you are neither cold nor hot, I will spew you out. And they come with doctrine of grace. Once saved, forever saved. Don't worry what you do. God knows we are all flesh. Yes, he does. So the judge knows that we are all human beings. But the judge would not hesitate to, 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 to sentence a criminal. Yes? So also, God will not hesitate to cast to hell people who take him for granted. Who walk in the ways of sinners. Who sit in the seats of scoffers. Whose will is not in the law of God. He spent most of his nights watching nonsense on on the YouTube. And leave the Bible in his house gathering dust. So when they quote the scripture, he does not understand where it is. He has no reference in his mouth of the Word of God because he has not sought the knowledge. He has occupied all his time watching films performed by devils and demons. When it's time to pray, he can only rattle for two minutes and his prayer is ended. Yet he says, I'm a child of God. No relationship with God the Father. Disobedient in everything. People are having parties. He will go there. He can be there till till morning. Spend six hours in parties and three hours in church. He said that is too long. I was watching you today, and I was so glad because you were worshiping for 51 minutes before mommy came. Isn't it? Isn't it? From 10, mommy took the microphone at. 1051. And I was in your worship from 1050. And I tell you, what, this place was lit up by glory. You may not know it. Choir, I tell you, more grease to your elbows. Amen. I expect it because normally by 25 minutes, 30 minutes, I take over and preach. That's standard format. So you are prepared to worship for maybe 30 minutes. But your worship continued because your minister has not come out. But that worship didn't go down the drain. It exploded. Till 1051. I said, Lord, your presence is with them. Thank you, Lord. I'm not with them, but you are here. And I watched some of you on video. I was seeing your faces, members, with your hands up, with your spirit gone, and with your worship high. I thanked the Lord, though I was not here, but the Lord was among you. And when mommy came in, I said, yes, listen to me. Do you know, as you didn't know, I was watching you, and I was looking at everything, do you know the Lord had recorded this meeting? All of you, the way you have behaved, the way you have worshipped, everything is recorded today. Listen, therefore, we must not allow the spirit of disobedience in our heart. Let us turn our heart to God. You know, something about what I'm telling you is this. It's the only way to win-win. Win-win. You follow the path of the Lord, walk daily in the fear of the Lord, spend time seeking the face of God, and spend less time wasted. Account for all the time of your waste and turn them into capital use for God. You will discover how easy and smooth your life will be going. How easy and smooth. They will strike you, it won't actually affect you. They will send arrow. Even if arrow enter your body, it will just become a blessing. It will do the reverse of what it is told to do. Cast spell on you, mm-hmm, it will help you. Because the Bible says that God will not permit the curse of of, of Balaam to affect Israel. He turned the curses into blessing. Anything they do against you will turn to blessing. You know the song we sing. Every blessing. What do you call it? Come. (laughs) That's why I say you are good now. (laughs) Hallelujah. Look at them. Don't wind them up. They just go like that. (laughs) Come back, come back. (laughs) When darkness closes, still I will pray. What is the first thing? No, no, before that. Every blessing you pour out, I will turn back into praise. Every blessing you pour out, turn back to praise when the darkness comes closing I will say because when darkness closes God turn it to blessing by the time he arrives he will turn to praises look God is good throw away the garments that is stained with sin I will talk to you look for money but be careful it's better for money to look for you. Am I talking to you? Some are running their tasker looking for money, put their ship on the sea, and go from Israel to Japan. But yet some sit down in a closet, and money is looking for them. It is grace of God that makes distinction. Understand, I'm not talking about you know, you are a shipper. Am I talking to you? You must not rob the time of God looking for money, working from night to morning every day, night shift, night shift, night shift, night shift. Doctor said it's not good for you. Every night you do cut short your life. That's what doctor said. Somebody is just night, 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 night now, he lives shorter. I've looked at research from Harvard. They said, if you do night shift all the time, you can be guaranteed that long life is not part of your portion. That's what they said. Because God created man to sleep at night and reclock the whole of his system. That's why we are to do night shift they try to compensate you with many days of off is it not so but if they if you go and advocate for night shift only can you imagine don't you think that uh, night shift only is not it's, 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 a, it's a firing squad it's a suicide because God created night to sleep and even if they give you night shift only because you are looking for money the four days or three days that they will give you off you still book the days looking for money. What I'm saying is true. But come to church for three hours. You give several excuses. And then you kneel down and say, Father, Lord, Father, Lord, Father, Lord, Father, I thank you. You just kneel down to pray. It didn't take you five minutes. You're answering the call of heavens. And then you have nightmares. you wake up. Jesus, 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 okay. Okay. I think to advocate for night shift all the time is wrong. If you do night shift, it should be in intercession and prayer with the Lord. And the Lord does not demand night shift from you, prayer, every day. Because tonight night Jesus slept all night. And he woke up early in the morning. And he went to a lonely place to pray. Sometimes he prayed all night. But most times he sleeps all night. The love of money is the beginning of all olive. It's the root of all evil. Come on. I think we understand what God is saying. Give God his due time and due recognition, he will give you rest in your labor. You want to earn fantastic salary without much sweat, it's only God who can make it happen. But you have to serve God and not rob God's time with your desire to be rich. That's all what I'm telling you. Are we in together?
3: Yes, sir.
2: You are good to New Year. My God will comfort
3: you. Amen.
2: We have many testimonies in this church of people who got jobs. That would take their Sunday. And they refused to take it. Though it was attractive. Only for just a month or two. They got jobs. That made that salary. They would have taken a peanut. and comfortable Nine to five. Without headache. Because they gave away one. Because it would take their Sunday from them. And it would rob them of their weekly commitment to God. Come on. Unless the Lord build the house. Today is the third day. We started at seven, isn't it? In my closing sequence, let's look at Romans 9. No, Romans chapter 8, really. Romans chapter 8. Do you know something? All of us, daily, are faced by temptations from Satan. Am I correct? Am I correct? But the Bible says, My son, when sinners entice thee, do not consent. Consent thou, but not. It will look as if that will make you good, better. But if you look behind the veil, it will take your God from you. It will take your devotion time from you. So who will you run to? The one you did not devote your time to. Do you not have a sense of guilt? when you really need His help. But blessed be to God that at the point of repentance tonight, God restores you. Did you hear me loud and clear? At the point of repentance tonight, I say God restores you. anybody who is doing a job that is more qualified than tonight is your settlement. Heaven will take you from that job to a higher position where you are qualified. But the things I'm telling you about God is necessary to train you for career. It will discipline you. Because if they give you higher responsibility, remember I told you, higher responsibility attracts Huh? Okay, 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 yes. Now you are you're trying to look at your summer note of yesterday. When you are made a director, how many duties do you have? Duties do you have? What is the first one? Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Look at your summer notes. Hey, you lawyers. So a director, you have two duties of law. One. Judiciary duty and two? Huh? Commercial. Common law duty. Good. Good. So when you break common law duty, you can go to prison. Judiciary duty may not pierce the veil. But common law duty will pierce the veil. So I remind you this, that you have duties unto God. Because of position he placed you. So, he attracts responsibility. So, if you are saying amen to my prayer, to be taken from where you are to a higher level, understand, those who wonder don't sleep all their day. They don't wake them from bed before they wake up. There are people who sleep little and wake up and occupy their time with some other things that will construct their life. So that when they put you in that office, you're already fit for purpose because of your discipline in seeking God in and out. Am I talking to you? Somebody who sleeps nine hours, ten hours, they make you a director or chief executive, you will die by hypertension. Prima facie. But if you are somebody who acquainting yourself to God, paying your responsibility of worship, serving God, praying, reading. When God opens the door to put you in the highest place, the discipline that is required for that office, you have earned it in God practicing. Am I talking to you? So when you occupy that position and then all duties just come like that, it's easy. You have learned how to work all night without sleeping. Sometimes it demands it. And you still go. Sleep two hours and you still go to your work. You have learned how to rest your body when your body demands it. Without any anxiety. You don't rest and keep your telephone online. When you rest, telephone is off. The spirit, that's why the Bible says to you that godliness and contentment is great gain, and godliness profit unto all things. Are we talking? Tonight is transition. God said to us, and we will all transit. The grace to serve God as we should, we'll receive it in this meeting. Amen. The grace to stand before God as we ought, we'll follow also in this meeting. Amen. All the areas of procrastination taken out in this meeting. Amen. All the areas that you say, I wish I would have done this, I wish I would have done it, is taken out in this meeting. Amen. So that that which you wish you should have done, that the body have not allowed you, or the devil has not allowed you, today we, we break loose of the hell, of the pit of hell. Our life will be what God wants it to be. Now look at Romans 9. Uh, Romans 8, sorry. <clears throat> to teach is very good. Paul is servant. No, 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 no. Uh, uh, Romans chapter 8 For there is no more further condemnation For those who are in Christ Jesus Look at this Shall we read the first verse together And two Therefore Why So that's yours tonight The word you have had is not to condemn you. It's to challenge you. There is better things in you that are yet to be revealed. But it has to be challenged. I must challenge you as the father over you. Because if I do that, I do it to myself too. When I challenge you, it challenges me too. To help me to do better. We are waiting for the visitation that God promised us. And two things he said this house. Wealth will come. That you will not know what to do with it. Power will come. That you don't know what to do with it. So what shall we do? Total serve him. Totally serve him. We have just a few days to enter into that promise. So this month is for us. To take out everything that can. Every baggage that can hinder us. I've told you. I've been your pastor here. I've told you that. I've been telling you this for a few years now. The time is coming, you won't see me all the time. Am I not telling you? Am I not telling you? Who knows who will step into my shoes? It may not be somebody that you even know. It may not be somebody that you even think. I will not say that uh, because this is the cathedral. I have to be, I have to be, no, 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 no. Wherever he sends me, I go. That's why this morning I was in, I was in Bamia. And he will come to you also. Wherever he sends you, we send you. Wherever God says go, you go. So our time has come for tonight, you know, the world you have had to challenge your soul so that your mind reign will wake up to active, conscious serving of God as we go down the year 2023 and a short time enter into the new dawn. That God will fulfill what he has promised. If you have been jobless, this is the last month to be jobless. Amen. Before the end of this month, what we do next year will be put in your hands. Amen. You will not miss God. He says, therefore, there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Because through Jesus Christ, the law of the Spirit, if you obey it, you are free from the law of sin that brings death. And he went further to say, verse 3, For what the Lord was powerless to do, in that it was weakened by sinful nature. This is our sinful nature. God did by sending his own son in the likeness of what? Sinful man to be what? A sin offering. So that the sins that we commit, we can go to him and we are forgiven. But when you say god forgive me you don't go back to it because of the life that we receive from the son of god but what the law was powerless to do that it was weakened by the sinful nature god did by sending his own son in the likeness of a sinful man to be a sin offering and so he condemns sin in the sinful man in order that the righteous requirement of the law might be fully met in us Listen to this. Who what? Who do not but let's read together. So coming to church does not make you saved. No. Those who are saved are people who by receiving the indwelling spirit of the Most High put to death their sinful nature? The requirements in this scripture only happen to those who do not live according to the sinful nature but according to the Spirit. This church will live according to the Spirit of God. That's why you see every time when, I, when I'm preaching to you, if suddenly I saw that over the past few, well, about, about two months now, I began to see boys coming to this church with plaited hair. And when I see them, I put give, give, them shall go pray, straight. Talk about his traits. So that they will not think that it is right. If I see somebody open their breast, I will talk about his traits. If I see a woman with shot and is pulling it, I will talk about it straight. I must. Because we cannot live according to the sinful nature and experience the grace of God. It will not happen. Many are living like that in the church of God, but they are living a lie. Look at it. For the Law or spirit of life. Whoever the law or spirit of life has set free, does not live according to what the sinful nature. You don't give the nature what it desires. You live according to God and according to the Spirit. You put to death what is earthly in you. Satan will not get you. Amen. Listen to me. Go to the next verse. Those who live according to the sinful nature have what? So whose fault? Is their fault. It's their mindset. You own your mind. You can set it anywhere. Excuse me. Those of you who marry. You see this woman. I set my mind to pick this one among many. How many of you are married? Where you married Nicole? You, there are so many people around you, so many boys around you, so many girls around you. Even some may be more beautiful than the one you picked. But in your eyes, as at that time, the one you pick is the most beautiful. Because you set your mind to work like that. It may be the laughter you like. It may be the eyes you like. It may be the, the eye. What do you call this? Brown. Yes? It may be the, this one, lashes. It may be the shape of their lips you like. maybe may be the leg. It may be the neck. But let me tell you, <clears throat> you need to understand the Word of God. It is your mindset. So if you can turn your mindset to pick a man and love the person... You can turn your mindset to pick Jesus. I just love him. You can turn your mindset to like the way of God. Some people turn their mindset to film house. It's only when they go to film they get satisfaction. You can turn your mind to read the book of Ezekiel 17 if you want to watch horror film. Revelations chapter 6, 7, 8 and 9. Really if you go to chapter 14 and 15 and 16 you'll be terrified. Excuse me.
3: Is your mind set?
2: You see what scripture says? So, those who live according to the sinful nature, they only have their brain set to that. Who have them? The flesh. But those who live according to the spirit, have their mindset on what? The spirit of God desires. Somebody say amen. amen. Say, I will have my mind set on what the spirit desires. Now look at the next verse. The mind of sinful man is what? See, read it together. The mind of sinful man is, but the mind, say it again, the mind, and the mind controlled by the You know, Paul is not exposing anything. He's not telling us the truth. You and I have passed through it. When you love to do what your body wants to do will grow up to a later age to find out that that thing you were doing has caused cancer here. Then what did come now? Beg God. That thing you are doing has damaged your skin. And then they now turn to pray. You will have prayed earlier and not do what you are doing to destroy that body so that your body can live in peace. Your mindset The mind of sinful man is what? Killer. But the mind that submits and is controlled by spirit, only have peace, only have joy, no regrets. As you are going older, no regrets. Little one, if there is. Because your mindset is to be controlled. You decide that Holy Ghost will control your mind. Not peer pressure. Not the loss of this world. Excuse me. This came to my spirit, let me tell you. Those of you who are old, when I mean old, is it, it's not right to call it old. Because when I say old, you said you are geriatric. I was, I don't know what you doctor mean by geriatric. I even don't know who on earth imagined that statement. I've been asking doctors that where did the origin of the word geriatric? Who is the person who first said it? Any doctor know it? In this place, any doctor all doctors and doctor. Okay, go and do research. But you see, I'm saying that if you are getting older. Thank you, Pastor Fumi. You are still a young lady, or you are getting older. And there is no husband. You are lucky. Because it's better for you to get older to the place where the one God ordained for you will come to you. Then in a young age, to jump into a bus that looks neat outside and the chairs look good cushion, only for you to drive a little bit and discover that the floor is no more. The chair you are sitting on is not even wood. It's just... Iron metal with no cushion. But they have locked the door. And you can't jump out. To live and sleep alone with peace is better than to live with fire on your roof. Ask people who have jumped into it. They want to jump out. The door is shut. Come in, they can't stay. Don't you know that God saved your life? Is that not what Bible says? That wait upon the Lord. Wait upon the Lord. Don't look for husband. Paul said, If you please God, the right man will look for you. So don't let anybody put pressure on you. You are cool. Be going for holiday anywhere you want to go. Because once you lock your head, you can't go alone anymore. You can't do what you like to do anymore. So now, enjoy your money. Walk. Give yourself rest. Go to the holiday you want. You know, go and do shopping. That window or door shopping. Just go, go and enjoy yourself. <laughs> Instead of people putting pressure on you that, Ah, everybody's married. say <laughs> I'm waiting on the Lord. Am I talking to you? Uh-huh. Let me tell you this. Your mindset, if it's set on the Spirit, you have life and you have peace. I think I should stop there today. I read the whole of that chapter 8 again. My mind is blown up. If you just read chapter 9 of Romans, read it again and again, you'll find out that what am I having a headache for in life? Everything you need... At the end of it, he says that if God does not spare his son, and he gave him to us, how much more will he, along with Jesus, give you all things? That is your God for you. Why do we give ourselves a headache? Where we can live in life and in peace. Let's stand up together, please. I want you to thank the Lord for his grace for these three days. Oh, Lord, my King. Father, we bless you. Just give me your major key. Father. i around a that Paul said I pray that after I have spoken your word to your people may I not be cast away Lord we ask you that you strengthen our feeble soul our heart and mind the comforts to serve you in the fear of God that you would deliver us from our flesh and strengthen our human mind to put to death daily all the acts of the sinful nature I pray for every member of CFT Global as Birmingham Church Are with us in this communion, and they also be breaking bread. We ask you, Jesus, that your presence we invoke today. We see us through our journey. We don't want to be left behind. When the trumpet shall sound, we will not be deceived by the wicked one. But Lord we will be caught washing our robes in the blood of the Lamb daily we will be caught walking in reverent submission to you it will not take us unawares but Lord we will reunion with you and will be with you on the last day at the last supper this we ask And we thank you Because You have had us In Jesus name I want everyone to bow their heads If you have not given your life to Jesus And you are in this meeting Talk to the Lord now Ask Jesus to come into your heart Maybe you have received Jesus But you found yourself that you are falling away Especially by the flesh, tell Jesus to forgive you. Any attitude that you have that is contrary to God, you want to tell the Lord, Forgive me for the way I, I have made myself, and Lord, when I live here, I will make amends. The Bible says, offer your body as a living sacrifice unto God. Your head, your body is not yours. Ask the Lord if you have abused yourself in the lust of flesh, following the ways of this world. Truly ask Jesus for mercy. In any way that you see you have conducted yourself ungodly, ask the blood of Jesus to cleanse you from all ungodliness. And ask for the spirit of renewal from the Lord to come into your heart. Father, we thank you. Yes, Lord, we will do in Jesus name you know what the spirit of God said to me so distinct and clear he says tell everyone to pray this prayer for one another daily the prayer is so simple that the Lord will keep us by his Holy Spirit not to follow the world but to follow the cross I can see rain coming upon this house and I can see people come to service by 30 minutes before service they couldn't have a seat and I can see these people coming so hungry for God and we need to pray for ourselves that the Lord will cleanse our heart and mind and give us the power to overcome our flesh so that in our daily operation we will submit to the Spirit of God and we'll have a lot of ease coming for us for I received from the Lord what I also passed on to you the Lord Jesus on the night he was betrayed took the bread And after he had given thanks, he broke it, and he said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. For whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Therefore, whoever eats the bread and drinks the cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of sinning against the body and the blood of the law. A man ought to examine himself therefore, before he eats of the bread and drinks of the cup for anyone who eats and drinks without recognizing the body of the Lord eats and drink judgment on himself that is why many are among you are weak and sick and a number of you have died But if we judge ourselves, we will not come under judgment. What is he saying is this. Before you come to the table of our Lord, you must clear your conscience of every sin. Because communion can kill. Communion can give life. To contempt the table of our Lord has great consequence. And if you are in the meeting today, you cannot exempt yourself. What will make you exempt yourself? I want to give you an opportunity to go on your knees where you are. Go on your knees where you are. And speak to the Lord. Let everybody kneel down. And ask the Lord tonight for cleansing. If there is anything that you know is in your heart or something you do that you shouldn't do, tell the Lord to forgive you. And really, you are not just telling God, but you are pleading with him. And you leave this place tonight to put right all these things. God has been too naked to us for the past three weeks or four. Speaking to us the same thing and showing us from the various scriptures. Ask God for mercy. By the blood of the Lamb. Ask God for strength to live a new life. Your journey for 2024 has begun. Our God and our King, who bow our knees as your mercy seeds, we ask you, Father, cleanse our heart and our mind from every dead works of sin, kill the appetite of sin in us, grant us strength by this communion, to turn our face to the cross only, that we will not be detracted by the things of this world set by the devil. That the deception of hell will not prevail over us. Father, we plead the blood of the Lamb, even the blood of Jesus, for forgiveness of our sins. We receive mercy from you tonight to to live a new life that is required of us. We receive strength to press on. Thank you, Father, for sending Jesus. And thank you, Jesus, for dying for us. In Jesus' holy name we are prayed. Amen and amen. Shall we rise up together, please? The body of Christ was broken for you. Take this in remembrance that Jesus died for you and be thankful. The blood of Jesus was broken for you. Take this in remembrance that Jesus died for you and be thankful. Lord, we thank you for this communion. And we declare them sanctified in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. The body of Jesus Christ was broken for you. The blood of Jesus was shed for you. Take this in remembrance that Jesus died for you. Take this in remembrance that Jesus died for you and be thankful. The body of Jesus was broken for you. The blood of Jesus was shed for you. Take this in remembrance that Jesus died for you and be thankful. Take this in remembrance that Jesus died for you and be thankful. The blood of Jesus was shed for you. The body of Christ was broken for you. Take this in remembrance that Jesus died for you. Father, we thank you for grace and mercy. The blood of Jesus was shed for you. The body of Christ was broken for you. Take this in remembrance that Jesus died for you and be thankful. The blood of Jesus was shed for you. The body of Christ was broken for you. Take this in remembrance that Jesus died for you and be thankful. Take this in remembrance that Jesus died for you and be thankful. The blood of Jesus was shed for you. The body of Christ was broken for you. Take this in remembrance that Jesus died for you. And be thankful. Take this in remembrance that Jesus died for you and be thankful. Christ was broken for you. The blood of Jesus was shed for you. Thank you, Lord. And they ate and they drank together. When they pass it around, as you take it, go on your knees and ask God for anything you want. This is the last communion we're having together in 2023 and next time we come together like this it will be next year the year of promise so ask the lord anything you want Light hovering over this house. His name is called Abundance. Abundance that cannot be numbered. Abundance of power. Abundance of provision. Provision that storehouse cannot take. As we celebrate the death and resurrection of Christ. Let your heart be thankful. Father, we bless you. In Jesus' holy name we are prayed. I'm sure everybody has been served. Do you know what? There are decisions that have been made by everyone. There are repentance that people have made. Let us mark those things. The decision, don't go back. When you leave this place, execute them. And the repentance, don't go back to those things. Be watchful when it's arising so that you can quickly shut the door. Am I talking to you? That is being vigilant. We will enter the new year in what God had promised. I will allow some people to share with you the test the visions that they had over the period. I've been having a lot of a number of uh texts sent to me, and people saying the same thing who never talk to one another. so when you have two or three people saying the same thing, you know that that is a valid vision from the lord and if you have received any revision or revelation, text it to me so that we can put together or send me an email. Those of you who are far away uh you know. Part of this daily prayer, like those of you in Nigeria, in Ireland, in Germany, in the U.S., in Australia, in India, if God had revealed anything to you or from wherever country you come from or continent you come, please send those things to us or those who live outside London among you who are not able to come to the church because you live far away from London, please let me have them on my email so that we can look at it together. Also, we want to collect testimonies. If the Lord has done something for you, you'd like to testify, you'll be very much um, welcome to do that. May the Lord strengthen and bless you. Our uh, offering, please.
4: which we have received tonight May the power of the Holy Spirit revive your life in the name of Jesus Christ May testimony flow from that which you have received tonight in the name of Jesus Christ It's a An awesome privilege to partake in the table of the Lord. And so that which you have received tonight will bring life to your mortal bodies in the name of Jesus. Amen. Um, It's offering time. I'd like us to prepare an offering to the Lord this evening. And as we do so, I will just remind you of the words of the Lord in 2 Corinthians chapter 9 verse 6. He said, Remember this, whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. And whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Each of you should give what you have decided in your heart to give not reluctantly or under compulsion for God loves a cheerful giver and God is able to bless you abundantly so that in all things and at all times having all that you need You will abound in every good work. That will be your testimony tonight in the name of Jesus. The Lord will embarrass you with blessings from above in the name of Jesus. And you will abound in every good work in the name of Jesus. I believe um, we are um, accustomed to uh, giving. If you want to give, you can um, use... um, the you can use the online method which is uh, advised Um, the uh, details are on display right now but if you want to um, give use an envelope if you just raise your hand if you want to use an envelope the ushers will uh, hand you an envelope the blue one is for the taxpayers and the green one um, for non taxpayers And as you are proposing your heart tonight to give, the blessing of the Lord will rain upon you in the name of Jesus. You will live to remember this day in the name of Jesus. I believe we must have packaged our blessing. I'd like us to just bow our heads tonight. King of heaven, we bless your name. Thank you, Lord, for refreshing our souls tonight. Thank you, Lord, for reviving our bodies tonight. Thank you, Lord, for that which you have fed, O Lord, into our heart tonight. Lord, we ask, O Lord, even for grace from above, O Lord, to live by your word in the name of Jesus. Lord, that will be doers of your word, because that is the only source of profiting father we give you all the grace lord we thank you lord even for the opportunity to sow into your vineyard father lord accept this as a memorial before you tonight in the name of jesus lord we pray O oh lord for those who are giving their tithe tonight O oh lord lord that you will open unto them O oh lord and window the windows of heaven O oh lord and pour them abundance from your throne of grace even in the name of jesus lord you be all the glory and all the honor and all the adoration for in jesus name we pray and the people say Amen. hallelujah part one and then we come to part two i'd like you to just rise on your feet tonight and as the voice of hope as they give us a danceable song. I'd like you to accompany whatever you are giving tonight. Just dance joyfully to the glory of the Lord. In the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. In the name of Jesus. The psalmist says, Let everything within me bless the name of the Lord. Wow! Did you see it on Wednesday? Every fiber of your being needs to bless the name of the Lord. So you are to rejoice in the Lord and the name of Jesus. From this moment, every of your being, we live to praise the name of the Lord. Say amen to that. Everything that is alive in you, we rejoice in the Lord from this moment henceforth. In the name of Jesus, praise the name of the Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus, this is the only offering brought by your holy people let your holy fire come down and consume this holy sacrifice in Jesus holy and anointed name we have prayed amen Amen. let the people say amen Amen. can we be seated please
5: praise the lord praise the lord Is anyone joining us this evening for the very first time? If this is your first time in Christ's faith tabernacle, and you're joining us for the first time, can I ask that you please identify yourself by raising your hand? Anyone? Please stand if you're joining us for the very first time. Please stand. Thank you very much. Praise the Lord. Thank you very much for joining us on this day three victory night um, uh, in the month of December. We trust that you have been blessed. The ushers have given you a welcome pack. Within it there is a form. would like to request that you please complete the form within it before you leave and hand it back to one of the ushers. Thank you very much for visiting us. We hope this would not be the last time that you would visit. And we trust that you really thoroughly have been blessed tonight. I'll run through a few announcements, I guess for the benefit of those of us, because I can see a number of faces that I did not see in either services this morning. Um, I take you are working during the daytime, that's why you are not here. But um, just run through very, very quickly, quick announcements. Daily prayers all through the course of this week will be online at 8 p.m. As usual, with the exception, of course, of recognizing that on Tuesday, members of jesus territorial army which is actually one that is open to everyone to join and i always implore us to at least make it make it a point to attend at least one meeting in a month at least if you work shifts as well surely you should be able to free up one tuesday each month plan it and it would work out that way if you've not been doing that over the past years plan to do that in 2024 that you you arrange and arrange your shifts where you can negotiate it. And we know we can do this if we plan it properly. So you're part of JTA. JTA is a place where we come together to pray, to intercede on behalf of the church, on behalf of nations, and then we are empowered to go out there and to preach the gospel as well. So it's the the arm that will be very, very active. It has been active, but it will be extremely active during 2024, because there's a mandate ahead of us for 2024 that we ought to fulfill. So on Tuesday, please note that it's taking place here at Cathedral, but it is expected that those who who normally attend worship at Bethesda also attend, so we would not be doing the bethesda cathedral for the entire month of december everybody will be expected to attend this week it will be at cathedral next week it will be at bethesda and then the following week it will be again at cathedral we'll do that alternating and uh, uh, but everyone is expected to attend on wednesday we'll have bible study with Momiyoma, and we're still studying the book of psalms there's a lot that the lord has been teaching us as a people Please, if you've not revised or reviewed or you indeed you missed the last lecture, go over to the YouTube. It's available there. Um, review it, recap, come in and share something in terms of the reflection that the Lord, what the Lord has taught you. And it is important that when we're reflecting, we reflect a lot on what and the so what. What has the Lord taught me about this? And then he shared that as well. Now, workers' dinner would be on the 17th of December, 2023, at the Hilton Wembley. Um, For the benefit of everyone else who is not a worker, the prayer session that evening will still take place. Because we'll transmit live at that prayer session. We'll have a prayer session and we'll transmit live from the workers' dinner. So please note that it's not a night off. I'm just putting that out there. If you're not a worker, note that we'll still be having our prayer session that evening. But, all departmental heads, it is important that by close of this evening, ideally before or by 11 p.m. tonight, please upload all the details that you have been provided, including those who have booked to go on the coaches. We need to finalize those numbers tonight. Otherwise, we will let your departmental members know that you failed to deliver the message on time and you will be responsible for their trips to Wembley. Is that fair enough? Sorry, I can't hear. Yes, yes. Was I clear enough? So, if your departmental head doesn't submit your detail that you would like to go on a coach by 11 p.m. tonight, they will be responsible for your travel to and fro from the venue. Is that a yes yes? Okay, I can see a lot of people don't want to say yes yes to their Yeah this yeah that's that's what I mean. Sorry I missed that. Oh no that's the space at the hotel is already I'm taking it for I'm taking it as like that sorry I'm can I clarify myself? Two announcements I was making. One all the spaces all the bookings i expect all all of them by 11 pm tonight all departmental heads upload the details so that the invitations could be issued but i've added another category to say that at the same time all those who want to go on coaches if those details are not on by 11 pm tonight then your departmental lead will be responsible for arranging your coach journey so two things they will go hand in hand have I confused myself? No. Okay. Don't worry if you are um, unclear. Please see me afterwards. Um, as we indicated today, um, please note as well that um, children, children aged under five uh, for workers could attend on a first-come, first-served basis. I don't know how many places there are still left on that. But it, at adventure you missed that. You can still bring the child along for the same rate at which you would have um the the you would be paying alongside children aged above five could also attend if there are no alternative arrangements for them again for the same rate i hear um, a child might be five and a half they're more than five praise the lord christmas carol will be on friday the 22nd of december please invite your friends and family and there is a youth meeting on saturday the 9th of december 2023 it'll be at 2 p.m and it'll be here at the cathedral it'll be an in-person meeting and for those of us at new cross we have a special youth thing next sunday if you would like to know more about that come to new cross next week at bethesda that's between us isn't it new cross people only yes praise the lord I, I've gotten everyone intrigued now. That's okay. That was deliberate. Apostle, sir. Amen.
2: Can I just say also that CFC Birmingham will be holding their Christmas carol on the 15th of December? I didn't hear you. Uh, thank you. Do you have the uh, jingle projector team? I've sent it to you. Please please let's listen to this, watch this. Audio. We can't hear anything. Video section, do you have issue? Then go to the beginning again and play it and let us hear it i stop it and replay. Go back to the beginning because we want to know what they are produced. And this is what they produce for their carrots. choice for you. When they sent this to me, and I saw me speaking to me, I said, when did this happen? <laughs> but we'll be going to join them on that day, uh, for that night, Saturday. and they also have their, their uh, workers' dinner, as you have here, so I will be there with them, and the workers' dinner I will eat for you. And if you didn't come, if you couldn't come to your workout dinner, i have eating for you already in Birmingham. Shall we rise up, church? We thank God for Birmingham. Amen. By the way, they are online with us as they were yesterday. Shall we put our hands, two hands together, as we read the Lord's Prayer? Amen. May the Lord answer you when you are in distress. Amen. May the name of the God of Jacob protect you. Amen. May God send you help from the sanctuary Amen. and grant you support from Zion. Amen. May he remember all your sacrifices Amen. and accept your bond offering. Amen. May the Lord give you the desires of your heart Amen. and make all your plans succeed. Amen. We will shout for joy when we are victorious Amen. and we will lift up our banners in the name of our God. Amen. May the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, I expect your amen. Amen. May he open the book of remembrance concerning you. May the God of Bethel, who appeared unto Abraham and to Jacob at Bethel, may he open our eyes to the realm of the Spirit. That you may read the tablet of of God's heart concerning your life for 2024. And may he change your dream into the place of visions. In Jesus' holy and anointed name we are praying. Amen, amen and amen. Shall we lift up our right unto heaven and share the grace as in Hebrews 13, 20 and 21? Now, may the God of peace that brought again from the dead, our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make us perfect in every good work to do His will, working in us that which is well pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ, to whom be the glory forever and ever, amen. Turn to somebody and read the grace as in 2nd Corinthians 13 14. And the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now. And to yourself, all the days. And I said, forever and ever, before we sing our closing hymn, do you know this is the last victory night in the year 2023? I congratulate you for being part of it. When next we will gather at such a time as this, it will be in the year of promise. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. You will encounter God from this day to the close of this month. And that will give you a part into the new year. There shall be shouts of blessing that will fall in your house. according to our confession. Can I just remind these, you this because our first, second, third, overcomers we have our brethren from El Shaddai CFT with us. So any prophecy spoken by God and I mention CFT, know that you are included. So just I need to let you know that when I speak and I speak into Christ with Tabernacle Every one of you come under. And if you are joining us from anywhere in the world, when I make declaration like that, it's yours. And the Lord bless you. Please be seated, the oceans will guide you out.